0: Hey girl, welcome to Kinsco World, the online playground for boss babe entrepreneurs like you. Here in this realm, we're all about bringing your dream business to life. Let's get to it. Hi guys, I am here with Talia, who is a law of attraction genius. I started working with her. It's only been like a little bit over a month, but it feels like so much has happened that it feels like we've been working together for a really long time. I'm so excited for you guys to get to know her more. She really is a law of attraction genius and like I wouldn't give that out, you know, if I didn't believe it. So hi Talia, how are you doing? I'm so good. How are you Kinsey? I'm good. So just to give you guys a little bit of a backstory about how even I found Talia, I thought it's like kind of a funny story. So I am not in very many Facebook groups. I like keep like, it's too overwhelming for me, but I randomly saw a post in a Facebook group I was in where somebody had said, Hey, say the thing that you're trying to manifest. I'm going to pick the first 10 people who comment on this and tell you like what's standing in the way. And I looked, I heard and clicked on it and I looked and I was, I think I was the 10th person to comment. Um, so I heard and commented and I had no idea what it was going to be. And she gave me just like, I, I don't even know what it was, but like a mini reading, I guess. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I hard. was, I was like blown away. I screenshotted it <laughs> and I like sent it to like my business bestie and my sisters. And I was like, this person who's in Australia, who I've never met, I know nothing about, <laughs> just like pinpointed everything that I didn't even really realize I was feeling. And so yeah. from that point, I was like, first of all, I want to have you on my podcast. And then I went mm-hmm. and like stalked everything you had, your website. And I was like, okay, I also need to work with her. I need her in my life. <laughs> so it just worked out great that everything lined up. Yeah, exactly. And what, like, I'm just curious with the whole, like what you were doing on the Facebook groups and stuff. How did that come to you? Because to oh. me, everything that's like folded out, has been so perfect. Like we're launching this online retreat together. Like I've gotten to work with you and you've changed it so much from just like a simple thing that I would have never gotten connected to you otherwise.
1: Yeah, I know. It's been like it's felt like magic, honestly. Yeah. But the whole the whole way that it sort of happened from my perspective was that because this all happened for us in December, right? That's when Mm -hmm. we met December last year. And right before then, like literally a couple of days, before um you saw that post in that Facebook group I'd just been sort of sitting around thinking you know I just feel like I want to be working with like two clients short term by the end of the year and like this was I don't know like two or three weeks out from the end of the year so that doesn't exactly give a person that much time but (laughs) I mean I'm a person with everything that I believe and everything that I know and understand about the way that our universe works, it makes so much sense to me to basically live my life at the mercy of my intuition. So when I had that intuitive hit of, I need to be working with two clients by the end of the month. I don't know where they're going to come from. I hate launching. So that's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, yeah. like who the hell knows how they're going to come through, but I know this is what I have to do. So I was like, okay, well this is happening. And then I just sort of waited and I swear it must've been like hours later. I would suddenly got like another intuitive hit which was post in this group. I think I posted in two groups, post in two groups, you know, um, tell me what you're wanting to manifest and I'll tell you what's in, in, in your way and basically give these really little fun mini readings to mm-hmm. um, 10 people or something to comment. And that's what I did. And then that turned into meeting you. And then as I was listening to you talk, as we were getting to know each other for the first time, I just kept like hearing in my head, like, need to collaborate with this person <laughs> together. I was just like um okay
0: <laughs> this is yeah. out of bed, but it
1: feels right so
0: I just go with it and I mean here we are yeah and I had that exact same feeling too it's so funny because when you told me like I've never felt like this before but I feel like we're supposed to collaborate from the first yeah. time I like had a reading like a full-on session with you I just the thought kept coming into my mind like my need this. They need this so bad and I didn't know how it was going to like shape out, but it has really come together perfectly. So I'm so glad you like listened to your intuition. Oh, me too. Me too. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about exactly what it is that you do and kind of how you got into it. Like did you just wake up one day and realize that you were like this amazing person at all these things you do <laughs> or was it like a slow process learning these different elements? What did that look like? Yeah,
1: now it's definitely slow. So basically what I do is I help people master the art and science of manifesting anything they want in their like whole life. So this can be weight loss, this can be relationships, this can be like pregnancy stuff, this can be fertility issues, like business money, literally anything 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 because once you sort of understand how everything works, there's no reason why you couldn't apply it to everything, right? But at the moment I'm I guess, like, especially emotionally invested, you, sh- you could say, in helping conscious creators to get their gifts out into the world. You know, people like you, people like the people who follow you. I just feel like there are so many of us in this industry at the moment we've got stuff to do. We've got an impact to make on the world. And some of us, like, the feeling is there, but our, you know, our doubts come in and sort of say, oh, well, you know, I'd like to be that person, but I bet it, you know, it isn't me. I bet that's just sort of, that's my ego again. That's me thinking that I'm um, sort of better than I really am. No, we've got stuff to do. Like the world is changing. We can all feel it. And so many of us are feeling called at the moment to step into our purpose and to do what we're here to do and to Um, sort of live a life following and embodying everything that we're passionate about, everything that we believe in. And that's all for a reason. So I feel like at the moment, especially this year, for some reason, as I said, just following what my intuition is telling me as usual, um, I'm just really feeling like this year in particular, maybe the next couple of years that I personally need to focus my work and my contribution To, as I said, people like you, people who have got something to give to the world, and quite often that takes the form of, you know, um, delivering that gift through like a business. Um, I want to help those sorts of people, the people, people who are probably listening right now, Mm -hmm. um, to get that going as fast as possible, and to understand how to apply. Um, all of the principles of the law of attraction and manifestation in a really effective way so that they get fast results, but also so that the whole process is actually a healing one, right? Rather than, Mm -hmm. I mean, there are a lot of manifestation techniques out there that actually teach us to bulldoze ourselves and we can all sort of secretly feel it or maybe not so secretly. So yeah, that's essentially what I'm here to do. But to answer your question about whether this was sort of a sudden thing or no, it was, it was, it was really really slow, actually, because me personally, I grew up in a family of atheists, right? So, and then I also went to like an academic high school. So what happened is I actually didn't even hear the word spirituality until I was about 19. Wow. I had no idea, but I had all of these spiritual concepts floating around around my brain for like as long as I can remember and I just thought I was crazy, right? <laughs> I thought I was crazy because I was like I've got all these ideas about the way that the world works and I've never heard a single person in my life talk about it out loud. So where is it coming from? Am I nuts? But <laughs> luckily, you know, I was as I said about 19 and I heard this word spirituality and then I heard you know, this phrase law of attraction, I was like, oh, that's what this is. <laughs> and suddenly, <laughs> not so crazy anymore. Well, yeah. My family might have something else. To say about that. But, <laughs> but yeah, so that was just awesome. sort of a process from there of me realizing that the people in our community, you know, in the law of attraction community, the manifestation community, the spiritual communities, don't actually understand this stuff super clearly. Um, but I do, you know? Yeah. And so I just feel like I'm here to teach that more than anything else.
0: Yeah. And I mean, like I've said, I have always been super into like manifesting and all of this different stuff. And I've known that like subconscious work is so important in it, but I've never yeah. been able to find somebody who explains it and who is like able to use their gifts as well as what has like, how it's worked working with you. So can you tell me a little bit more about like, how, where you fall in talking about like, okay, we have like the woo-woo side of manifestation, like burn this color of candle and like, you're going to manifest what you want. And then we have positive (laughs) thinking, like say an affirmation 500 fucking times and you'll get what you want. And then we have the subconscious work, which is a lot of what you do, but Tell me where you fall with all of that. Cause some of that stuff is fun. I, I, we've already talked about this like personally, but some of the woo woo stuff is fun. Some of the positive thinking stuff is fun. So like, how does that all work together?
1: Yeah. So all of it is completely fine. It's not about one thing being right and the rest being wrong. It's just about using them all in an appropriate way. So when we're say using positive focus exercises, right? To avoid some sort of subconscious wound or fear that's coming up that really needs our attention. Then in that situation, it's actually cruel. It's actually self abusive to sit there and tell yourself, Oh no, fear is illusion. Mm
0: -hmm. You
1: know, the past is in the past. This doesn't exist anymore. I'm choosing to be in a state of abundance and love and all of this sort of stuff. I'm choosing to sort of um, have the experience of that, that no longer affecting me anymore. And You're gaslighting yourself. You're telling this part of you that's coming up for healing, that's saying, Hey, I need help right now. This fear that's coming up, you're turning around and you're saying to that part, which by the way is your inner child, your reality isn't real.
0: Hmm.
1: And that's super, super traumatizing. (laughs) And if this part of you is coming up and it in itself is like a layer of trauma that needs to be dealt with, you're adding trauma on top of trauma.
0: Hmm. So,
1: This positive focus exercises, for example, is totally great if it's used correctly, right? And so the way that I would advise people to sort of go about that is by all means, like live your life, um, you know, reaching for the, the next most positive thought, like focus on what feels good until something comes up for you until you have a layer of resistance come up, until you notice that, you, that you've gotten triggered about something. And then you turn and actually focus your attention directly on that in a compassionate way, see what that part of you has to say and use whatever process appeals to you um,
0: to find healing, to find some relief. Yeah, I mean that totally makes sense. Like if you think of telling a little kid they're like telling you they're hurt or something, and you just keep telling them, "No, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine." It's like yeah, pain isn't real. It's
1: an illusion. Yeah, your leg isn't broken. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean. Like it sounds insane, and it's yeah. because it is.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. So I have a question on that same side of things to go with resistance. So I'm naturally the type of person that like, I think if I just let myself do exactly what I wanted to do in the moment, I would sit and watch Netflix and scroll Instagram all day, but I don't think that's me and like my higher power. So I have such a hard time balancing what is like healthy resistance and resistance that comes up just because is there such a thing as healthy resistance I guess is my question or does that always mean you're doing something that's unaligned like how do you how do you decipher good motivation from like hustle pushing against the grain motivation yeah so
1: if there's this sense of forcing it you've got resistance right mm-hmm. if you're functioning from a place of pure intuition and like inspired flow and all of that then it's not going to feel like effort you'll put energy into it Sure, but it's not going to feel hard. It's not going to feel like you're forcing it. So when you're talking about like positive and negative resistance, what what's an example for you of positive resistance, or okay. that you think might be so positive like, resistance? For
0: example, I wanted to do this podcast, but I also would have loved to just sat on the couch all day. Does that oh, okay. mean so like it's almost just like a, a like a because I I wanted to do it, but it's like how do I make sure, because I think this podcast is something I was excited about. And now that we're doing it, it doesn't feel hard. But a lot of times in my business, it will sometimes feel like that. Things that I want to do, taking that first step can feel like resistance. Yeah. Well,
1: some t- all you need to do in those situations is when that thought comes up of, oh, I don't really feel like doing this anymore. Just ask why.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Don't don't assume that, that this part of you is coming up because it's trying to sabotage you, right? We're not living with the enemy. Mm-hmm here in our sort of inner worlds, ask yourself why. So, I mean, you could do it right now. I don't want to put you on the spot, but you could do it right now. Like this part of you that sort of felt like, oh, like I kind of would have preferred to lay on the sofa all day and watch Netflix, yeah. right? Why? What would that have done? Yeah, for- I
0: mean, I'm totally comfortable asking or answering. I think it's probably like a resistance around I, I worry about interviews because of like technical drama i like have like an idea in my mind like what if all of a sudden things cut out or whatever i think i have a lot of resistance around that side of things like the technical aspect of it
1: yeah so is but does that resistance because i mean you can even listen in your language right you said i think i think i think Mm -hmm. what we're looking for is how do you feel
0: so that was you Doing something that everybody does, by the way, so
1: don't worry about it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, no, I'm good. I feel like <laughs> the more open. I can be the more it's going to help people. So don't. Yeah, don't... great.
1: That's perfect. <laughs> yeah, but the, even just your language saying, I think, I think, I think. That's you sort of, you're in a position where you're, you've been asked to ask yourself, why is it that I feel this way? And you're trying to mentally figure it out. But that doesn't allow this part of you that's coming up to actually have a voice in the first place and tell you. so can you feel now the part of you that really wants to be watching netflix yeah you can feel that part yeah does it come up as a particular like physical sensation in your body
0: i think it it comes it comes up in like my stomach and it just uh, oh is that enough
1: Yeah, that that's great. If, if that's where you're feeling it the most strongly, that you're noticing it that quickly, then that's what we want. Uh-huh. So focus on that feeling in your stomach, right? Uh-huh. Focus on that and ask, where is this feeling coming from? What, do I mer- what am I really
0: needing? I think it just is like a feeling of tiredness, like exhaustion. You think or is that? <laughs> I, mean, that's, the- I just feel like I'm saying... Yeah. It feels like exhaustion.
1: Okay. All right. So you feel exhausted. Now what you do is you let that be okay. So what you can, I know it feels crazy talking to your stomach. I totally get it.
0: (laughs) I do the craziest stuff. (laughs) So I'm down. (laughs) All you
1: do is you just mentally say, and you've got to mean it as well. You can't sort of trick yourself Mm -hmm. and say, it's totally understandable that I would be exhausted right now. But what I want to do is that I can feel all of these other parts of me that really want to be doing this podcast. I feel really excited about it. Sure. I might have resistance to things like technical issues, but at the same time, I also want to meet my own need to rest. So here's what we're going to do, you know, and this is where you sort of, I don't know, like kind of make a, a, a deal with yourself, which you've got to make sure that you follow through on. Otherwise, you know, creating a scenario where you're, giving yourself proof that you can't trust yourself. Think of something that you can commit to, to doing like later in the day. So after this podcast, if you've got time, for example, you can decide that you're going to make it a priority to do exactly that rest, watch Netflix, lay on the sofa and let that be okay. Know that when you're doing it, you're not being unproductive. You're not being lazy. It's not that you should be doing 1500 other things. It doesn't matter what you're launching (laughs) next week. Like, You do it because that's what you need and know that when you actually let yourself just sit there and watch Netflix, chances are you're not actually going to be there very long. Everybody's so terrified that if they let themselves like lay on the sofa and do nothing, that they're literally going to be there for months. (laughs) But you won't. (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Like you, if you find that you actually let yourself do it and you're not sitting there mentally running through your to-do list a million times a minute while you're watching whatever it is that you're watching, if you actually just say, look, I'm going to fully relax and lap this up and enjoy it, give yourself a few hours, maybe less, depending on how exhausted you are, and you're going to reach a point you be you're going to be like, okay, I'm kind of bored.
0: I yeah. want to do something.
1: And your creativity will kick in, but it's only given been given the space to kick in because you allowed yourself
0: to rest. Interesting. That makes, I mean, it makes so yep. much sense.
1: Yeah. So like that urge to sit down and watch Netflix, it's not resistance is a need, but yeah. it's a need that you've been told probably in your childhood and probably just by society in general, that it's not okay. It's not okay to rest. People think that Um, you know, will mistranslate a need like that coming up as, oh, this means that you're lazy. It doesn't mean that you're lazy. It means you're tired. People who are tired need to rest, right?
0: Interesting. So I like how you said though, still, because I think a lot of times I'll be like, okay, well, maybe my body needs Netflix, but (laughs) so I still can say like, okay, I'm going to do the thing, but then I'm going to do Netflix after. I feel like that's where... I'm either, I'm either following it like too much where I am like spending too much time on Instagram or watching Netflix or whatever, or I'm like going so far against the grain that I am just not listening at all because I think it's like either one way or another. So I like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cause I mean, even as you were talking about that, the way that you were talking about that just then it it just feels like even when you have been sort of letting yourself watch Netflix, it's felt like you're not supposed to be doing it. Yeah. So you are not actually fully relaxing?
0: Yeah. It feels like I'm like procrastinating the things that yeah, I, do. it's like, Oh, this is
1: bad. I should be doing all of these other things instead. It's not okay to do this right now.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. I wasn't trying to get free coaching out of this, but I am. <laughs> Okay. So tell me, I, I talk with a lot of people and I think about half of my audience is like super on board with manifesting. And they think it sounds great, but the other yeah. half of my audience is the more people who are willing to do whatever it takes to make their business successful. And they're attached to the hustle and they're attached to feeling like they built this from the steps they took. And they think that the word manifesting, like it implies that it's going to be like lazy or it's people that aren't like committed to their dreams that are willing to like just wanting to sit around and manifest so what would you say to people like that who have maybe had bad experiences with manifesting or people in their life who said they were manifesting things but weren't following through okay
1: so this is actually something that i've never heard before i've i've never heard of people thinking of manifestation as being like a lazy way to go so you'll have to elaborate.
0: What would be like an example of how? Yeah. So like I get this actually a lot. So it's usually from people who feel like, and this is why I love that you say the art and science of manifesting. Cause a lot of times people are thinking that manifesting is like this woo woo shit and it's not real. And like you have to put in the blood, sweat and tears to get where you want and you have to put in every single hour. And it's, it really is people who are like, their worth is determined by how much they've gotten done in that day and their business is success. They love to talk about, it hasn't been easy. It's been really hard. I've had to put in the, you know, 20 hour days or whatever. It's like that side, which I get where they're coming from because when you've been coming from that place of just like work, 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 work. And then somebody else is saying, well, you can just manifest your dream business It's like that feeling of really, because I've put in, you know, endless hours for years trying to make this work.
1: Yeah. Well, isn't that? Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. So what is going on there is just like a conflict in beliefs. So if you don't believe that this is the way that the world works, I mean, between you and me, It doesn't matter because law of attraction works whether (laughs) you believe it or not. But if you're sitting in your life and you're saying, no, 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 that's a load of rubbish. Like it doesn't make sense. You've got to work hard. You've got to really hustle. You've got to, you know, work these crazy hours. You've got to sacrifice everything and never sleep again. And then you can be successful. If you want to believe that, go right ahead. Like Mm -hmm. go right ahead. But like, does it feel good? Probably not right? And so people um, quite often what happens with um, people who end up finding this different approach is they do the hustle, 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 which by the way, tends to mean forcing, 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 Mm -hmm. fighting your resistance, bulldozing yourself constantly every day, making yourself doing things that you don't want to do. And if you find success through doing it that way, It's, I mean, and I mean, you and I have looked at this belief before, but if you find any level of success doing that way, it's only because you believe right functioning from your own belief system, which by the way, means it's still the law of attraction. That's doing it from your own belief system. You believe you've struggled enough Mm. and that's how you got to where you are. But quite often there'll be certain things in life that we actually don't believe we can ever do enough to, to sort of earn or to, or to um, achieve or, or whatever the case may be depending on what it is that you're wanting. And so that's when we start to get stuck. That's when this mentality of oh, you just have to work hard, work hard, work hard starts to fail us. If there are things that we actually don't think can be achieved through that, especially if we start to believe things like, Oh, well, that only happens to people who have these connections or these things only happen to people who are born into these families or, you know, like whatever the case may be. And that's when our existing belief systems really sort of become these, you know, hurdles that we feel like we can't overcome. And that's where the work of, you know, looking at your subconscious and everything that we talk about really comes in because you either get stuck with that in life and you try and force your way through, which usually doesn't work. Mm. Um, Or you've got to go deeper and work with the laws that govern our reality um, get them working in your favor by knowing how to use them, by knowing how they work, by understanding them on a really deep level. And then you can make your life easy. Then you know how to handle like literally anything that comes your way. Then you know how to turn any negative situation to something that works to benefit you in the long run, you know?
0: Yeah. And I can say just from, you know, the little over a month we've worked together, my life has felt so much easier. Like I was just talking to my friend about it and it just, I, before like this journey and a journey that I'm sure I will continue like my whole life, I felt like I kept seeking validation from like taking 500 billion courses. Or even when I started working with you, I had like five different coaches, which this wasn't intentional. It was like timing, but I literally had like five different sort of mentors I was working with. And I feel like it was just like this lack of, I don't know what it was, lack of confidence or lack of self-worth. And I feel like since we've started doing this work together, I've really been able to own like, you no, know, like I can figure out how to do this. My intuition yeah. is my best tool. And it's so like, I just want everybody to be able to fill this. <laughs> So what would you say to somebody? I mean, I kind of want to talk about a few of the things that came up for me that I had no idea were blocked. So I'll be like just transparent about what I'm trying to manifest is a hundred K month is like my next big goal thing that I'm looking at. And a couple of the things that came up just to give my audience like, uh, example is one of the ones was I was, and I, I'm, I'm going to word it wrong, but like, I didn't want to make more money than my dad, which I would have never thought that was like a thing now that yeah. you, like told me about it. I feel like I had clarity around it and how I would talk about money with him and different things, but I never realized that. And I'm like, it it makes just total sense. And another one was, I felt like I couldn't have this level of success unless I was like a skinny blonde Barbie type, which (laughs) is what I am at all. And again, that's not something consciously I feel like I would have realized. Um, but it makes, I mean, now that you say it, it makes so much sense because everybody that I looked up to in the coaching industry was this like super fit blonde woman. And it's, it's just so interesting because I think, a lot of the biggest ones, none of the things you've told me, I have consciously realized.
1: Yeah. Exactly. But like it's all there and all functioning as point of attraction within you, which is the important thing.
0: Yeah. So is there a way that somebody could even start to tap into that without I mean, of course we're doing this online retreat together, which I'm so excited about. But even just from like this podcast, is there a way you could help somebody even start to have more awareness around those subconscious beliefs?
1: Yeah. So like a level one way to do this, if you're a journaling person, by all means, take out a journal and do this. Um, If you're a person like me who feels like I can't write fast enough to keep up with my thoughts, I actually find talking to my husband is the best way because I don't filter with him. So it all all just sort of comes out. But what you can do is you just sit here and you, you, you just keep asking yourself yourself questions. Why do I feel this way? Mm you know, question it, um, keep looking, um, you know, to get to deeper and deeper and deeper layers. I mean, do, do you have an example that you want to use?
0: Well, I don't, I think even that I don't have a particular example, but I think that question of why, like, I do think that just helps starting to ask why instead of just being, I can't do this, like asking yourself why, like, and going deeper and deeper. Exactly. Asking yourself why and sometimes it's whatever intuitively
1: feels like the right question as well. Sometimes it's why, sometimes it's why would that be so scary? Mm. You know, why would that feel bad? You know, what am I most afraid of? You know, what bad thing do I think would happen if I had what I wanted? And just if you keep writing if you're generally, if you or if you keep sort of just speaking um if you're clearer that way. Um, And see what comes out. Don't sort of um, try and analyze anything until you feel a sense of completion and like it's all out there and it's done. And then you can sort of go back and if you've written it in your journal, read over everything. And then sort of you might be able to connect some dots, some things might start to make sense, or you might realize that you need to question a few things even further. But it's just about asking yourself why and not mentally trying to figure it out, not mentally assuming that you know the answer either. Just let the answer come up.
0: Yeah. And I think that's, Oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: That's okay. I was just going to say that quite often that can be actually much more revealing than you would ever think it would be.
0: Yeah. And what's been really helpful with you, like, is you told me like, go live in the Facebook group. And I was like, cause the way we work is it's in like just a private Facebook group. And I was, at first I was like, Oh, I'll just type out my questions. But then I tried going live and just like speaking it out and talking yep. with to mind. And even me just watching those videos again, as I talked through stuff, I felt like that was so enlightening for me to hear it without thinking about what I was saying. Cause the first time around, I just like kind of let it flow. And then the second time it's like easier to kind of pick up on the, the languaging I was using or the energy yeah. I have behind it.
1: Exactly. And it's exactly the same process. So even if you don't sort of have somebody in your life where you feel like you can fully like literally say anything Mm -hmm. and you're not going to feel judged or anything like that, sometimes what I'll even do, like say if my husband's at work or whatever, is I'll take out my phone and I'll turn on um, like the video and I'll just Set it up and start talking for like an hour Mm -hmm. and see what comes out. And I'm not necessarily thinking about it all that much. I just might know that I want to talk about a particular topic because I might feel like there's something going on, but I don't know what it is. Like there's some stuck energy. Maybe I don't want to do one of my like full on deep processes or anything at that point in time. So I'll just talk and see what comes out. And quite like there are times when I end up crying. (laughs) like it's just like, you have no idea what you're going to yes. get yourself for. But like, it's amazing what can just come out. If you just let yourself express.
0: Yes. Oh yeah. I love that. Okay. So now to get to more like, the specifics with manifesting. So would yeah. you think it's like important to be specific with our manifestations? Cause a lot of times when I'm talking with clients or different students in my courses, they'll be like, I'm, I want to manifest abundance. I want to manifest freedom. Like how important is it to be specific? Like I want to do 10 K a month or a six figure year or like how important is that in the process? It's not important because I don't
1: know. I, I feel like when Uh, teachers and gurus and coaches and that sort of thing in the manifestation community are trying to get people to be specific. I feel like that's misinterpreted a little bit. So a lot of the time when we hear, Oh, we have to be specific. We think that if what we actually just want is financial freedom, we think we have to put a number on it. We think financial freedom has to mean this much money in the bank, this much money coming in every month, this much money, um, in, uh, I don't know, this account over here. And, um, you know, whatever whatever you imagine that it has to look like to you. Maybe you're driving this particular car, living in this particular house. And, you know, it's just, it's not fully necessary, but where getting specific is helpful is purely for the sake of self-awareness as part of the manifestation process. And what I mean by that is if you can sit there and say, okay, what I really want for myself is financial freedom. If you ask yourself, what would that look like to me? It's not so much about the surface details. It's not so much about, in this case, like the numbers of how much money would I have in order to feel financially free. It's about what would things feel like for me if all of that were true? How would I be operating differently? And then you sort of start to understand yourself a little bit more and you start to understand a little bit more about what's really going on Behind that desire, why you really want that thing in the first place. And to me, what I will always tell my clients and anybody that I ever work with, whether it's in a course or an online retreat or (laughs) whatever the case may be, um, is always that it's how you want to feel in the having of whatever it is that you desire that is the most important thing. And sometimes mapping out the specifics, like the numbers, if you've got a financial goal, can really help you. Um, Sort of visualize that it really helps to get your brain on board when you're imagining what that would look like in order for you to step into the feeling state and understand what being in alignment with that goal feels like in your body, which is the most important thing. So all of these numbers, they're not important. You don't have to be specific about that. If you don't want to be, if you just happen to have a specific desire, like something like 100K months, then that's fine too but it's not like a rule, you know, that we have to follow in order for it to work.
0: Yeah. And that actually makes sense because I feel like a lot of times when I've like manifested a certain number goal or whatever that I wanted, it felt like it was a lot more forcing. Whereas I just had like my biggest month ever. It wasn't because I set a number. It was like, I'm just going to like live in flow this month. I'm going to follow bliss. And I feel like I am a much more powerful manifester when I don't have like a particular number attached, like a 30k month or whatever.
1: Yeah, because I mean, we can simplify manifestation right down to the fact that every human being on earth at their core just wants to feel better. We just want to feel better. And it doesn't matter how good we feel. We're always searching to feel even better. And that's actually really important. There are some of us that have belief systems that make us feel like, Oh, you know, that's um, sort of self-absorbed, self-absorbed if all I'm thinking about all the time is feeling better. No, it's not. It's part of your nature as a fractal of source energy. It's part of your nature as just being a part of this universe, because that's what expansion is in the human body is the quest to feel even better right? Mm -hmm. Because what we feel is the way like our emotional body exists, exists in order to sort of translate for us um, the frequencies that we're experiencing, like the vibration that we're operating in right now is translated through the emotional body. So if you feel bad, you're occupying a low vibration. If you feel good, you're occupying a high vibration. So the quest to feel better as human beings is all about getting into a higher and higher and higher vibration and therefore aligning with, you know, getting closer and closer to source consciousness and the energy of that. And, you know, that being exactly the same as coming into more and more and more alignment with oneness and with unconditional love source desires, integration, right? So of course, naturally all beings in existence are going in the direction of that. And as human beings with emotional bodies, that's how it feels. It feels like I want to feel better. I want to feel even better. I want to feel even better. So that's not something that we sort of have to feel guilty for. It's just the way that we're made and it's the way we're supposed to be operating. So for you to be able to say, okay, let's simplify this right down. In order for me to manifest literally everything I want, I need to look at how do I feel good in my life? How do I feel good in my life? And how do I look at the things that aren't feeling good and do something to change them? Right. Mm -hmm. That's always going to be your fastest path to manifesting
0: anything. So what would you say? I mean, I love that. What would you say to like somebody who maybe they're feeling not good in a place of their life, but they feel like if they end this or they set boundaries that it's selfish. I mean, you kind of touched on selfish there, but like people who, you know, have kids or relationships or family stuff and they feel like that part of them, whatever it be, um, it's like it doesn't feel good for whatever reason. How do you navigate that with when there's certain responsibilities to not be selfish? Does that make sense? Right. So first of all, why do we
1: have this belief in our society that we can't feel good and be a good parent.
0: Mm-hmm. Why
1: can't we feel good and have a healthy relationship with our spouse? Why can't we feel good and have all of these loving friendships? Like why? Mm-hmm. Why does
0: it have to be one or the other? This is Well, and I think a lot of times, sorry to interrupt you, but like, sure. especially with success, it's like you can't be successful and like, have a really good business and have a good marriage. You can't do that and be a good mom. And I can't talk about any of those things because I don't have any of those things, but I know that's (laughs) something that like my community feels a lot.
1: Yeah, no, it's something that a lot of people feel a lot. And I think it's just because it's been ingrained in us for so long. And I don't necessarily think, well, I know that I don't think that it's because it's true. It's just because most of us have only seen examples in society of people who just aren't that good at managing all areas of their life. Mm. They might be really good at one and suck at the rest. Mm -hmm. Most of us are actually like that. Most of us, if we look at our lives, we might realize that compared to everybody else, we're pretty good at, say, relationships. Mm. Relationships might come really easily to us and we might not have any problems. Maybe it's specifically friendships. We have zero problems with friends. Friends are great. Lots of expansion there. And all of that, but then we might have a really hard time in um, our careers. We might have a really hard time with our health, but might be great with money. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it tends to be, and I mean, part of the reason for that is because if <laughs> we came into our life and everything was hard, we'd probably opt out, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's got to be that we've most of us have one area of life that we find really hard, even if that changes as we move throughout our lives but often there's one area of life that we find really difficult, but others that we
0: actually find quite easy. Mm Hmm. So then do you lean more into like the easy parts or is, is balance like a a myth in your opinion or? No, no.
1: Um, Well, I, I do think balance is a myth, but that's like a whole story for another time because it'll take (laughs) you 10 hours to explain it, (laughs) but no, it's, it's more that it's more that you're going to come into a life and there are going to be certain things that, that are easy. But the reason for that is because the stuff that doesn't feel like it's easy is because you're here to transform it. But once you do that, then everything feels easy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not about, you have to swap them over that, oh, now relationships are easy. So now my relationship with my body has to be hard. That's not the yeah. case.
0: Interesting. Yeah. So it's like, it's almost like you're just going through and like up-leveling all the areas and that yeah. doesn't mean you're like swapping out one for another or... No.
1: This idea of sacrifice is really ingrained into our cultures. Yeah. Like really seriously ingrained. And it's like from a universal perspective, all that is, is a human belief. Mm -hmm. But we don't have to continue to hold on to that belief.
0: Mm -hmm. It doesn't
1: make sense from source perspective that we would have to do that whole like game of swapsies. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't make sense that we would have to sacrifice anything. It's in sources, best interest and it's in the universe's best interest that we feel good. Like literally we're supposed to feel good. That's what expansion is all about. That's what life is all about. It's why we're here. So it doesn't make sense that we have to struggle. It doesn't make sense that we would have to f- always feel bad in one area of our lives. It doesn't. We can feel good in every area.
0: Oh, it's so exciting, isn't it? Life. It's awesome. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> okay. So tell, tell us what's like the craziest, not even craziest, but like the most, I don't know, the most exciting thing you've ever manifested or like a particularly fun manifesting story?
1: Okay. So I think that when it comes to craziest or most exciting manifestation stories, I I feel like it's not so much about what I've manifested because Mm. I mean, in that sense, I've done all sorts of things and I don't want to pick one because it's like picking your favorite child, (laughs) you know, because I've, I've healed from miscarriage and manifested finally having a healthy pregnancy and giving birth to a healthy baby boy. That was amazing. I've manifested somebody else buying my husband and I a car spontaneously. I've manifested spontaneous six figure sums, spontaneous five figure sums. I've manifested meeting my soulmate, literally 5 days from deciding that enough was enough and I was going to do it and we're now married we have a son together like wow. I've done so many amazing things and that's all great but in terms of like what's the most exciting and what's the craziest i actually feel like it's the timing mm. i feel like that's what really stands out to me as being something that continues to like amaze me and that i'm continually grateful for although on paper if you understand the way things work it just makes logical sense um is how fast each of those things happened. They were all so quick. When I want to manifest a new client, it tends to take me like 24 to 48 hours and that's it. And I don't launch because I hate it. (laughs) I hate it. I hate launching, hate it with a passion. I hate pitching to people. I can't stand that. So I don't do it. I don't do it. And I don't have to because all I need to do is follow my intuitive guidance. And that's what I do. And everything that I want, just falls in my lap sometimes going along the process i'm like i don't know how the hell what i'm doing right now is related to what i want but it always is you know and you never you never know something that i talk about all the time that's sort of like a like a, a a secret when it comes to um living on the fast track when it comes to manifesting what you want and living um in total surrender to your intuition is that you actually only ever get the next step you're never going to see the entire map of how you're going to get from where you are to where you want to be. You're only ever going to get the next step. So each time you get a, a like an intuitive hit to do something or go somewhere, you're not going to see how that links up until you do it, until you take the step. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, totally. And when you told me that, it made so much sense because I feel like a lot of times I try to like plan out a lot of things. Like I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. going to do this and I'm going to do this. And then as soon as I take that next step, it's like everything changes. And so I always yeah. felt like my business was just like this chaos, but I've kind of had to release that pressure even around keeping things. Cause I still have to plan like as business owners and maybe that's not like Maybe that's a limiting belief, but I feel like I still like to have some sort of structure. Like I'm going to do this, then this, but not being hard on myself. If I decide, oh, I actually want to completely change the direction because after I took this step, it opened up so many more doors or it helped me realize what I really love to do. Yeah, exactly. And there's absolutely
1: no harm in doing that if it feels good to you. So quite often we'll plan not so much because that's what we're going to do, but because we want the feeling of like, security and containment of having that set up in front of us. Right. So it's perfect if you're operating your, in your business, like under this idea of, okay, well, this is what I'm planning to do say in 2020, but if something comes up that feels amazing, I'm going to follow that because that is you know, my priority. I have to live by my intuitive guidance. It's always going to be the fastest way for me to manifest exactly what I want. So it makes sense for me to follow it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then we're going to give more details about the On Rent Line Retreat. This is going to come out a few days before we're officially live and ready for sign up. But I want to know, what are you most excited about for this 21 day adventure we're taking everyone on?
1: Oh, I mean, it's going to be so good. And there are so many amazing things about it. I, oh, I mean, you and I were even just talking the other day about just the fact that I swear that Honestly, there's like three courses worth of content in this. Yeah, it's, it's insane. True. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe that. But I feel like for me, I'm the most excited about the outcomes. I'm the most excited about the impact. Because I mean, as I said, what I am really invested in at the moment is helping conscious creators get their gifts out into the world now, like as fast as possible. And I feel like so much of what we're both contributing to um this little project is completely in alignment with that and it's just oh i just can't wait to see how it fast tracks everybody who attends that's the most exciting thing for me for sure
0: same 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 and i'm also selfishly excited just to go through your content because <laughs> i mean i'm sure everybody can tell just from listening to this podcast but like i am just always in awe whenever i ask a question How much you know about everything? (laughs) So I'm really excited (laughs) to like go through and watch all the videos.
1: That's so good! I can't wait to watch yours either because I swear, oh, I'm running a business, right? But even talking to you, sometimes talking to you about what you're wanting to manifest, the Um, beliefs that you're having come up, or having all these conversations about what's going on in your business, sometimes I'm sitting there, I'm like, I don't think I'm using the right word. (laughs) <laughs> because I just oh it's all just so foreign to me all of the you know the business lingo the terminology it's it's not there in my brain so sometimes I have a conversation I'm like
0: I wish I knew a little bit
1: more about this
0: <laughs> just so that well, honestly like it's it, kind you. of sometimes that stuff like it's probably nice that you're coming at it from a fresh perspective instead of a lot of times if we know every single business term and strategy yeah. it feel overwhelming but and like it's sort of two in the world yeah yeah yeah, exactly okay well talia thank you so much for doing this podcast tell everybody where they can find you on instagram your instagram handle and i'll also link it in the show notes
1: yeah no my instagram is just my name which is outrageously long Um, but (laughs) as far as the internet is concerned i'm the only talia penning clampy on the planet at the moment so if you search my name like Anywhere on Instagram or on
0: Facebook, you'll absolutely find you me. Find it amazing, and of course, I'll tag you on my Insta so everybody can go follow you there too. But thank you so much for coming on, and I, I just am really excited for our time together, even just working one on one. I'm so excited for everybody to get to feel your magic in the retreat. oh uh, yeah, thank you for having me, and I'm so excited for that 21
1: days.